Hi, welcome to Faith, Coffee, and a Kid podcast. I'm your host, Cherie, and I'm so happy you're joining me today because I get to introduce you to another speaker of the Single Moms of Faith Conference, Burning Bright, Not Burning Out. Today, you'll meet Millie. Millie will be speaking on the panel, How to Deal with the Church's Stigma of Single Moms, on Saturday, December 5th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Listen in today as Millie introduces herself and so beautifully discusses her experience of hurt in the church and how through that rejection and isolation, she was able to draw closer to the Lord and strengthen her faith. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, Millie. Welcome to Faith, Coffee, and a Kid podcast. Thank you so much for taking time to do this interview. How are you? Oh, no, thank you for having me. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You know, just going with the flow. (laughs) (laughs) Going with the flow. So, uh, Millie, you're one of the speakers for the Single Moms of Faith Conference, Burning Bright, Not Burning Out. And Mm -hmm. I'm just thrilled that, you know, you're going to be speaking on this panel, which I think is so relevant for single moms on how to deal with the church's stigma of single moms. And you're going to be speaking Saturday, December 6th at 11 a.m. So Mm -hmm. I just wanted to, you know, introduce you to our attendees so that they can learn a little bit about you and your blog site, because you have a wonderful blog and a podcast. So just, uh, yeah, I wanted you to just kind of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. Yeah so my name's Millie, I'm 26, I live in London and I am a single mum to Cairo who's currently one. Um, I'm in, oh, thank you, <laughs> I'm, a, I, I'm a midwife and a health visitor and um, yeah when I got pregnant I was in church leadership so I dealt with um, the church's stigma of unplanned pregnancies and becoming a single mum quite heavily so I feel like it's something I'm quite experienced in handling. Right. So, yeah. uh, so with your blog, the M word, um, I love it because I feel like it tackles a lot of tough topics or just topics that people are not, you know, comfortable, especially women, especially Christian women are used to talking mm. about. And mm-hmm. so what was kind of your catalyst in starting the blog? Oh, I think when I found out I was pregnant, mm-hmm. I naturally, I felt quite isolated um, and yeah. I love journaling. Oh, my, I, ha- I could journal for weeks on end. So That's I thought I, I need somewhere where I could almost um, not vent, but write down my thoughts and write down mm-hmm. all the things I was learning. So I started, I'm not sure if you know of Tumblr. I started a yeah, Tumblr. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yep. And that, 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 that grew really quickly. I used to get messages daily from people all over the world. And I thought, as soon as I had my son, I thought, okay maybe I could do something more with this and when we hit quarantine that's when I was like now I'm going to make this into a website so I started my website in quarantine and it grew really popular actually yeah yeah that's great you know it's interesting because I feel like sometimes um, motherhood like kind of opens up to like this creativity door that you didn't like that you might have known that you had right but like it kind of broadens it because I know that that kind of happened with me that's how I started my blog is like when I was um, actually it was after I had my daughter, but it was like, she was about two. So, yeah. So I remember just kind of like writing all those things and it's amazing, right? How many people, um, reach out to you, like women from all over the world, like that. You're just like, how did you even know about like my little tiny spot, (laughs) (laughs) my little tiny corner in the universe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you said you, you're a midwife as well. 
Yes, I am. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so um, as far as like, you know, I, I was looking at your blog posts and then it looks like you kind of parlayed it into podcasting as well. So yeah. the podcast, how often do you podcast and yeah. what are your topics? So, so um, I started the podcast again in quarantine and um, <laughs> what we, so basically it's, it's geared to Christian young women. Mm-hmm. And we discuss topics like masturbation, gossiping, red flags when dating. What else mm-hmm. do we discuss? Fashion. We discuss more. I mean, I think sometimes when you want to look at Christian podcasts, you can find the topics on the Holy Spirit and praying and mm-hmm. reading and Bible studies. But I wanted to more just speak on things that I felt weren't really discussed. Right. Um, one of the highest rated episode is masturbation but I think it mm. just demonstrates how much people struggle with these things and are scared to speak out on it right, so it's, right. it, that's that's just basically what we do it's just me and a few friends and we discuss these things from a Christian perspective and we try to use scripture as well um, usually, usually podcasts are weekly but we've broken up for season one and we're due to commence season two really soon hopefully yeah, so see, quarantine isn't all bad, right? No, it was. It was it feels uh, like I it at times. One eighteen quarantine. <laughs> but a lot can come, you know, from being, you know, in your little bubble there, and just yeah. kind of thinking about the things that women need to speak about. And yeah. you know, I mean, I know that there is a lot of um, hush hush topics, and I think it is important because that's when, you know, shame comes about, I think, when we cannot yeah. be open and frank with each other or yeah. just kind of having that, you know, conversation. You know, it's mm-hmm. interesting because I think if we were more open about some of these topics that are so taboo, you know, mm-hmm. I think you are maybe less likely to fall into sin, right? Like if you are discussing so, yeah. something and you are using scripture and you're, you know, thoughtfully and intentionally looking at it from that perspective of a Christian mm-hmm. perspective, I think that some of the things that we may go the other way with, you know, like there mm-hmm. is a bigger chance that, you know, that they that you won't and I just think that yeah. that's great that you're doing that you're doing that I think it takes courage to do that because not everybody is um it, you know not everybody accepts yeah. that as yeah. a Christian perspective right like yeah I'm sure that sometimes there's criticism but oh, I, I of think, course yeah 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 but it sounds yeah. like you have a a great group of women who are getting together and being real right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, and I, we have talked before about like, you know, that's kind of the aim of this conference is mm-hmm. to be honest and frank and like, you know, talk about the things that are uplifting and encouraging, but also challenging as well. And so yeah. I think as we were saying, like, you know, you're on this panel um, talking about the stigma that the church has with single moms Um mm-hmm. Do you want to just talk a little bit about your experience with that and what you hope, you know, from just talking about it with our attendees, like what they, what the takeaways that you hope they get from it? Yeah. So when I found out I was pregnant and I let my church leadership know, um, I was kind of in like the head branch of our church serving Mm -hmm. and they asked me to go to like a smaller branch. So Mm -hmm. I was kind of rejected in a way and asked to leave. Um, And I was asked to return once I had my child. But that whole experience of me feeling like I had been rejected and really not having anybody to talk to. These people, when you're in church, they become your family, they're your friends. 
they're basically your everything and I went from having loads of friends to probably about five friends I could depend on besides family that really at first I was really broken by it yeah I can see I can see why I mean yeah but towards the end I was so grateful for it because I saw the beauty of being so isolated and it was in those moments that a real relationship with God began to develop and it was in those moments that everything that I blog about and talk about now was birthed in me I spent hours with God and I hadn't done that while I was serving so yeah it, it 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 changed my perspective on a lot of things and it just gave me the chance to bear fruit. And um, yeah, I mm. think as much as sometimes we can despise rejection, I think mm-hmm. when you give that rejection over to God, he can use it to birth something so beautiful in you. That's it reminds so me, yeah, almost of like the story of Joseph. I think uh-huh. sometimes you do need to be alienated. You do need to be rejected because even in be, be, having those things happen to you, God has a plan for it. And God has Absolutely. a reason as to why he let it occur. So yeah, yeah. So I hope to just bring, yeah. No, that's so true. You know, um, nothing is wasted, you know, and I've said that previously, it's like nothing is wasted. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. even at the most like devastating times and I, you know, it, it's interesting because I mean, like you had said, it's, you know, you expect the church, um, they become, they are your family, right? They're your mm-hmm. sisters and brothers in Christ. And so you expect them to embrace you um, in yeah. the good times, but especially in the difficult, trying, yeah. certain, scary times. Mm-hmm. And, oops, sorry. and when they don't, I think that's such a, um, it's such a blow, right? And it can yeah. make really question um, the family itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I guess on some sense, we have to remember that, you know, we're imperfect, right? And so that helps, but like also, you know, you don't know what God's purpose is and the way that you just, you know, that was beautiful. What you said is how like, you know, through this brokenness and this kind of like isolation, you dug deeper into the Lord, right? Like your relationship, your faith, all of that was so deepened. And um, I mean, that's, I, that's amazing. I mean, and I think that's, you know, it, it, it makes you think about like suffering in a way that is, um, that is that kind of bridge sometimes between you and the Lord. Yeah. And I think I despised it so much while, while I was going through, I kept asking Mm -hmm. God to take it away, but even looking back now, it was only last year, but I I wouldn't have it any other way I needed to experience it and I think just as Jesus was despised and it pushed him towards his destiny I think sometimes in some people's lives rejection can propel you towards your destiny because it can propel you towards God does that make sense right oh absolutely that was beautifully put like yeah that gave me chills that gave me chills. Yeah. I mean, and I'm sure that I think a lot of single mothers have had that experience, well, have experienced something similar, you know, in yeah. the and um, that's why I felt really strongly about this particular topic um, yeah. in different perspectives and different stories on like, you know, maybe your experiences, because yeah. I think that we all have similar things that happen, or if not, you know, we can relate. Right. And so mm-hmm. I'm hoping that this touches those moms out there who maybe like 
are thinking like, wow, I just feel so rejected from the church. And why is that? And like, and, and what you said just now is such an encouragement to those moms. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I'm really excited about this. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Very I'm excited. excited too. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Um, well, I'm going to ask you, what is one fun fact about yourself that would be surprising? Ooh, okay. the spot. Yes, one fun fact that would be surprising. Okay. Um, not surprising, well, just a fun fact, anything. A fun fact. <laughs> I guess it's a funny fact. When I was younger, um, Michael Jackson was the craze. And I always heard the phrase that he had bleached himself to get whiter. Oh, right, right, right. So when I was younger, I put my finger in bleach for about... Oh, no. <laughs> three to four hours expecting to turn white (laughs) and I'm assuming that did not work (laughs) a trip to the hospital instead oh no you had to go to the hospital yeah my finger was burnt slightly and uh, my parents were really unhappy but I think that just shows how naive children can be yeah I mean oh I know your parents were like what were you thinking what yeah, were you thinking that is I literally hilarious. thought my finger would turn white yeah oh my gosh that is so funny that is that's it that's all I can think of. there's like you know it's so funny like the things that we do and we think it's like totally normal at the time <laughs> and you look back and you're like yeah that Something wasn't too exactly smart <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh well I'm glad hopefully your finger has recovered <laughs> oh yeah it's totally normal now thank god <laughs> <laughs> that would have been bad <laughs> imagine if I actually walked around with a white finger <laughs> it would have been a little bit odd <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man so well listen I loved talking with you I know that you're in England and I'm in America so I know the time difference is quite you know the yeah it's quite a bit but I really appreciate you taking out this time and I just you know again I'm I'm excited about what you're um, going to give to the attendees and just in general and listen if to the listeners you must 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 listen to her podcast and read her blog because it is for real and I think we all need a dose of reality in a good way (laughs) so um Millie tell us tell our listeners how they can follow you and anything else you want them to know okay so my blog is can be found at www.the-mword.co.uk my Instagram page is at the M word with three underscores and my podcast can be found on all streaming platforms and it's just called the M word. And that's pretty much it. Cher, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to speak at the conference. And I think what you're doing is amazing. Oh, thank you so much. You guys are making this conference amazing. So I'm, I'm just, I'm really blessed to have just been in the company of you know all of you all the speakers um it's really just been a highlight for 2020 for me you know so yes and you can also find Millie um each speaker has an individual page so Mm -hmm. Millie is up and I will also be posting this podcast on that page so that everybody can listen to all these words of wisdom that you have so 
Thank you so much, Millie. Thank you very much. Have a good evening. You too. Bye. Bye.